You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. His off-the-cuff lists are much better anyways. I don't think so. Like that. Uh, well, coming off the cuff, this weekend on Saturday, we've got UFC 296 that I am so very, very excited for. As you both know, I'm a big UFC fan. And this is a card we have been waiting on. I have been waiting on for a long time. What do they call like big time UFC fans? Cage heads or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's an actual name for people who are big time UFC fans. I I don't know. MMA I'm not like junkie. yeah, MMA junkies probably. Like people who I'm not women. I don't. Are you? Calm down, Dan Hardy. We want to go abuse women. Let's let's look at the NFL. Either way, we do have two UFC. Personally offended by that comment. I'm just saying by the numbers, NFL's a lot worse. There are a lot more NFL players than UFC fighters. So that's fair. Still bad altogether. Yeah, we do don't, not don't, condone that. Don't hit, don't hit women. Thanks, Tybo. Thanks for bringing that up. We're in the same. Uh, okay. UFC 296. Uh, the prelims always pretty meh. Uh, although we uh, do get to see Cody Garbrandt back in the cage after getting whooped the last. I believe four fights in a row. Uh, his career has got to be coming to an end very, very soon. He's been relegated down to the prelims, even if it is uh, one of the top last couple matches in the prelims. It'll be good to finally see him just walk out of the cage and be done in the UFC. Maybe he can find his himself in the PFL or maybe in one, uh, but good for Cody Garbrandt to, to get himself back in there. We've got, Five main cards. One of them uh, that has been removed is Ian Gary. He is out. Uh, rising star. Uh, uh, who is that? Uh, Conor McGregor wannabe. Um, talks a lot of shit. Backs it up in the cage. But when it comes back at him for being a cuck, uh, he can't handle the pressure. He's supposed to be out due to pneumonia. But there are a lot of rumors flying around uh, due to uh, some personal things that he's taking on, like taking the name, the last name of his current wife, which is the name of her last name of her ex-husband. Whoa. Pretty weird guy. Guy can't get up on a podium or get on Instagram or, or, uh, or Twitter to, uh, you know, back himself up. But here we are. Uh, he is missing out on a big, big fight. Um, and we'll have to see whatever ramifications come of that. It was, uh, against, uh, Luke, uh, which would have been a very large fight setting up that weight class, uh, for some heavy hitters incoming, but with him out, we'll get, uh, Josh Emmett and Bryce Mitchell, Bryce Mitchell, rising star out of Arkansas, a uh, fantastic country boy who just goes <laughs> in there and uh, surprising enough, like the guy's the guy doesn't just stand up like he's got very good stand up. He's one of the best, better wrestlers that I've seen at, at such like a young, uh, young career. So come you're, in and you're roll saying with the best he wrestled guy. at Arkansas. 
Uh, no, he's from Arkansas. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that he has. Uh, I was just picturing like he was like an MMA fighter in college. <laughs> Could you imagine that's a new uh, way MMA fighters go? Uh, that was the old way. A lot of guys are starting to, uh, to now bypass the whole college phase and just be in it at a young age. Um, and, and Bryce Mitchell is one of those guys. Um, he's, Does he even he's, have MMA in college. Well, not, sorry, not MMA in college, but it was a lot Man of the wrestling. collegiate wrestlers that would come, uh, into the UFC. Uh, you still get a few that trickle in here or there. Typically it's the really, really good ones that aren't going to go do WWE, uh, that really want to compete. Um, but that's that's slowed down quite a bit over the years uh and josh emmett 38 years old this is probably going to be his last fight one of his last few fights most definitely and then we get tony ferguson who's on the last leg of his career as well 39 years old we've got some legends that are in this card uh but towards the last fight most likely should be the last fight for tony ferguson uh which will be sad but he gets to go up against patty pimblett Newcomer onto the scene from the United Kingdom. Uh, surprised that dude has actually slimmed down for this fight because he loves to eat and he usually goes around bloated up as much as he can. So he gets weight, man. <laughs> that has been his staple is walk around, enjoy life, and really cut the last 30 or 40 pounds in the middle of in, in about eight weeks. I think he does it. It's a ridiculous amount of weight. Uh, weight cutting is not a healthy practice. Obviously, Tybo and I know a little bit about that. Uh, not like a whole lot that we necessarily had to cut, uh, but it's super detrimental to somebody's body, especially these fighters. I'm surprised a lot of them do it just for a, a slight competitive advantage to be able to walk around once you're fully hydrated, a little bit heavier than the other person. It doesn't make any sense. Personally, I think Patty probably comes away with a big win here. Tony Ferguson is, like I said, on his last leg, has not looked good. If he can find a form of his former self, he's got a shot in this one. But Tony Ferguson, man, he, he's uh, he's been getting killed out there. Yeah, he's he's a veteran in the game. One Another veteran. Send him out. Another veteran in the game, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson at 40 years old. He's the oldest on this card. We've got a 38, a 39, and a 40-year-old. This is most definitely going to be his last fight. I can't see him fighting any further after this. He's going up against uh, Kazakhstani. This, this card is sponsored by AARP. <laughs> He's going up against the uh, Kazakhstani Shavkat Romanov. Uh, or Rachmanov, excuse me, uh, who has jumped onto the scene. Very, very strong competitor. Um, it's going to be a good contest, even though Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is 40 years old. He's still been able to hold his own in the cage. Uh, and this will be a, a really good test for Shakfat. He set out his last match because the other guy didn't what make weight, right? Correct. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't believe it was the last pay per view, but the pay per view. Uh, in our final two matches, we do get two title fights in this card. First oh, one, title fights. We got the guys going with the titles. Co main event, uh, newcomer first uh, title defense, Alexandra Pantoja goes up against Brandon Roy Val, a new, uh, not a newcomer, but a rising star in that weight class as well. Um, what weight class? This is flyweight, small guys. Small guys, uh, 125 pounds. Oh. 
uh, 125, 126, very small flyweight is the lowest weight class in the UFC. Uh, Alexandra Pantoja, uh, did beat Brandon Moreno, uh, in the, uh, in, in the last fight for the belt, uh, a guy who he has a report with, and I believe has fought that was either his third or fourth time, uh, going up against Brandon Moreno. Uh, and so was able to steal the belt from him, uh, and go up against now Brandon Roy Val. I think, Alexander Pantoja showed a lot of uh, a large skill set uh, in his last fight. Should be able to walk away with a win against Brandon Royval. And in our main event, one that we've been waiting for, Colby Covington is finally coming back into the cage after getting smacked down twice by Kamara Usman. Colby Covington. We may not like his persona that he's created, but he can sell fights. And as a real person, he's actually a pretty genuine, nice guy. But he goes up against Leon Edwards, who sent Maro Usman to the shadow realm in the first title defense that Maro Usman had against him. Then went back home to the United Kingdom in England. Smackdown Kamar Usman again and now gets his chance to defend his title for a second time against a guy in Colby Covington who, if it wasn't for Kamar Usman, would have ran laps around that weight class. Uh, it is the welterweight weight class, but would have run ra- laps around everyone were it not for Kamar Usman. Sounds like a pretty interesting card, but uh, when's John Jones fighting again? John Jones is probably never fighting again. Uh, pour that pectoral that muscle right off the bone. Uh, by the time he would be even healthy enough to come back into the ring, he's probably going to be 40 41 realistically. So, John Jones Don't getting worry. back into the cage uh, most likely isn't going to happen. And the UFC he's gonna take isn't going to be HGH, he'll be fine. UFC is not going to be willing to pay the money that he's asking for because he's unfortunately no longer worth it. Uh, we missed out a lot on John Jones's career and it's his own fault. Too many substance abuse issues, uh, too many times uh, having to appear in court. Well, I'm thinking not enough. There's a lot of cocaine. Yeah. A lot of cocaine, uh, got banned for using steroids, all that good stuff. John Jones, most likely never step foot in the octagon again. What you want to see in in uh, hand to hand combats more steroids? I'm okay with it in baseball. Steroids but... should be allowed in baseball. They should be allowed in fighting. Juice them boys up as much as they want. Why exactly? Is that? Why is that? Why do we? Why do we steroids in combat sports? That's a horrific move. Why? Push the limits to the ultimate test. I am with pushing limits, but when it comes to using steroids in that, I mean, obviously, go it's for it, dude. Be the best you can be. In, in boxing, but you're, you're talking about people's lives at this point. I mean, it's already they're it, dumb enough to get in the ca- goddamn cage, anyways. Yeah, I want to get fucking punched in the face for a living. It's a blood sport, like, Kumite. Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I am excited for this card. I will be at the pop up bar. Down talking about. Yeah, you're watching two lives just fucking destroy each other in the middle of the ring in the in the first place. Why does it matter if they're on steroids or not? Don't you want the best product that you can get? I don't think you get a better product with steroid usage in hand to hand. How do you know? How do you know? We haven't tested those limits yet. How do you know? (laughs) Let's test those limits. (laughs) 
I'm excited for this card. I'm going to be watching it on my phone uh, from the pop-up bar that's going to be happening down at Union Station this Saturday. Uh, Tinsel's and It's not and a pop-up bar if everybody knows about it, goddammit. Uh, it's not a hidden pop-up bar. It is a known oh. pop-up bar. It's at Union Put Station. Everybody out. in the city knows about it. <laughs> well, now it's going to be crowded. Uh, well, it was sold out <laughs> the day we bought the tickets. So, Well... I don't like crowded places. That's Union Station. Might not be crowded. Were you at space. the parades? Were you? No. Were I have not made draft? it to any of the... Mm, yeah, I was at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. So we'll see how this one turns out. But there, uh, there should probably be a lot of money being... If you're a better, put it towards the young guns on this card. You should walk away with a, a pretty penny in your pocket. A pretty a penny we talking about, Buster. Are we uh, uh, taking it to the bank this week with Bob for the UFC fights? You know what? what? Put a put a what? bet on uh, on all the uh, all the young guns uh, prior to the co-main event. So give me uh, Bryce Mitchell, give me Patty Pimblet, give me Shavkat Rachmanov. Pimblet. I'll take uh, Alexander Pantoja. And give me Colby Covington. Um, that's a lot of favorites in there. Uh, but you probably won't win much money. Probably won't win a whole lot. But, uh, you know, also it's going to be in a parlay. So you'll walk away with a decent amount. I wish to parlay. Well, let's parlay this into some Chiefs talk. We take on the Some Chiefs parlay. New England <laughs> Patriots. Is it New England? What else would that be? It's not, not old, old England. It's not old England. It is it is not. All right. It's just England. It's it's the England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some injuries to talk about here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco, non-participant, as well as Donovan Smith on both days, Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, Donovan Smith, his his position has already been absorbed by Wanya Morris. Uh, he will be our starting left tackle moving forward, barring injury. Um, and Isaiah Pacheco, he's got one more day to prove to the staff that he can uh, practice and play. Most likely, he's going to be out this week as well due to that shoulder contusion that he had surgery on in the off season. He had surgery on a bruise. Well, he had surgery on the shoulder and that shoulder is now mm. bruised. Oh, yeah. Also, Mike Evans. Like he does if it's, if it's bruised, man, chill out there. Pack 10. Also, Mike Edwards probably going to be out this week unless he can practice tomorrow. He's a non-participant due to illness. So non-injury related, uh, he definitely oh. could practice on Friday, but if he does not, he will be out. He will be fine. Uh, good news. A player back, Leo Chanel, is back in practice today, being Thursday. So we should have no issues with the linebacking core moving forward because Drew Tranquil also returned and can be activated from uh, or has at least opened up his, uh, his window uh, from concussion protocol. Love to hear that. Opened up his window, huh? 
Don't you Wide open, open up that window. Uh, also uh in returning news justin ross will is available let's go he's about to have his eight touchdowns like i call it at the beginning of the year right now this is the moment (laughs) this is his stretch he has a hell of a stretch I wouldn't mind it. Listen, you're giving. You wouldn't mind it. Shit. You're giving (laughs) 20, 20, 30 reps to MVS. You're giving 20, 30 reps to Sky Moore. Take away all of those reps for them. Give them all to Justin Ross and let's see what the guy can do. At least in the red zone, man. He is a big target. Totally. Totally. Take away their reps. I agree, but take, put him in in the red zone. That is another red zone target. We have struggled in there this season. Let's see what he can do. What's the worst that can happen? The same guy doesn't know the playbook. Who cares? Just throw it up to him. Like Patrick Mahomes uses the playbook anyways. We are really bad in the red zone. (laughs) Horrific. Is that because we don't have Jody Fortson? Have we had Jody Fortson in previous seasons? No. At least he was there supporting the guys. That had to mean something to him. Supporting the guys. That's that's what it's all about. What do you what are you guys expecting to see on Sunday against a very good Patriots defense and our blunder of an offense? I'm honestly expecting to see a pretty low scoring game. Uh but our defense is gonna shut them up completely, pretty much. They may get two field goals out of it all, but more than likely we're gonna have a very, very subpar day on offense and not get things on track. Yeah, this probably won't be a game to highlight, a game to go back and watch, or a game to focus on this weekend. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be chippy. It's going to be defense, defense, defense. But I still, with all the problems that we have, I still think our offense is better than the Patriots' offense. And on top of that, I think our defense is better than their defense. So you got two sides of football that I think are superior to the Patriots. We've said that with some other teams before. Yep. But it's not, I mean, like Sean, it's not going to be high scoring. It's not going to, it's not going to catch a lot of attention. There's not going to be a lot of, fun highlights. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be a run heavy. It's going to be just gritty football. A lot of Clyde Edwards, a layer in the rock. Bill Belichick. I mean, we're going to see a, a healthy amount of McKinnon too. I mean, we, we were able to mix him in plenty last week. So <clears throat> What I what I want to see, I, this is definitely something that I don't expect to see. But we've got four games remaining against four pretty bad teams. To be completely honest, we're going up against four backup quarterbacks, and and outside of New England, bad teams overall, including their defense. Um, what I want to see in these four games before we get to the playoffs is we've done a really good job of making sure we've got Rasheed Rice integrated into the offense. He's now getting. of the snaps. Fantastic. That's exactly what we've been wanting to see. Now we need to start phasing players out guys who aren't going to be around next year, guys who aren't going to help us in the playoffs. Richie James, you've been injured. You've not gotten very many snaps. We either need to integrate him or phase him completely out. 
Sky Moore has proven that he's not capable of playing at least on the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe he can go play for another bad team like the Panthers because they don't have anybody. Go and lose every single game. That's fine. Phase him out. MVS has proven that he cannot be accountable and should not be on this team after this season. Phase him out. Let's get Justin Ross in. Let's get Noah Gray in. Let's run some 12-man personnel. Let's get the offense shored up with the personnel that we want to be using moving into the playoffs. Whether it's Justin Ross or not, I don't care, but let's start phasing out some of the junk. Maybe maybe Richie James needs to be part of this offense. He's shown that he can turn something into nothing with a horrific Giants team last season. Something into nothing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He was he was wide receiver number eight on the, uh, the, at the around, beginning of the though. season. Turn nothing into something. <laughs> or turn nothing into something. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He uh he was wide receiver number eight starting on the Giants last year. We were super excited for him coming in prior to the injury to get integrated into this offense. I guarantee you he can do a lot better than Sky Moore and MVS. If it's not going to be Justin Ross, let's get him in. We need to start removing snaps from players. And it needs to start this week in week 15 against the Patriots. Let's start phasing some dudes out. So your plan is to phase these guys out. That's all it is. Completely phase them out. Get them out. Phase, set, done. Practice squad. Get them out. That's how far you're going with it? Well, they can't actually go on the practice squad, but, but still. Scout team. Sorry, scout team. They should be part of the scout team. That's about as far as they should go. Put a yellow bib on them on the sidelines. You can't ever get in. Stay over there. Some of those guys are going to need a break sometime. Don't need it. MVS should have been working on your MVS is still two bound for to 20. have his 100-yard game. Yet He's again. not. Two for 20. We're not in the playoffs yet. Exactly. He hasn't had it yet. He's waiting. You still sticking to that typo? Is MVS still getting his one more 100-yard game? You're not thinking about this properly, man. Think about this. All these drops. He's going to catch a deep ball in the biggest moment of the season. I, I, I was just about to Sydney say, though, like he's he's had the opportunity to get one or two hundred yard games if he would just catch a damn football. Um, but no, I, I I do. We are notorious for sticking with the guys that we got. So uh, they're going to give him another shot. He's going to be in another moment where. If he catches a ball, we're going to win a game. And if he drops it, we lose. So <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, which is why we should get him out of there and at least give somebody else a shot who has a potential sticking around next season. He will make one. I, I just think this year we it's not the answer next year for this problem is not in-house. I mean, like, Rasheed Rice is 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 one of our guys, but the answer to the receiving core is not with oh, no. our team right now. It's either... I don't disagree. Or it's it's some crazy move in free agency because, I mean, these this group of guys cannot get it done. <laughs> no, I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, listen, if you're not going to be on the team next year and you're clearly not helping us this year, there's no reason for you to be here. There's no reason for us to continue to use you. Maybe as a backup. Like, there's a listen, whole, if somebody there's goes a whole down. Politic, there's a whole bunch of politics around how much money guys are making and how much playing time that they need to have per their contract. So, like, the guys, we're 
you're not going to see a big change up. I'm just you. You might be asking for it. It might be the right thing to do, but you're probably not going to get it. Oh, that's why I, I did caveat at the beginning. I don't think it's going to happen. But these are the things like you guys want. We all want the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to happen because of these reasons, because it's not going to change. You guys still think it's going to happen because you're homers and unrealistic. And that's totally fine. It is totally realistic because MVS. Our is blind, going to our have blind minds moment. are going to find their nuts in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Blind squirrels, whatever the hell you want to call them. All right. So, Tybo, you said this game is going to be really gritty, probably super low scoring. Sean, are you thinking the same thing? What are we? Because this, I mean, this this New England offense is hot garbage. Even with Bailey Zappi putting up twenty plus points last week against the horrific Pittsburgh Steelers, Juju was a light participant in practice both days so far. Has the ability to be able to play against us. Do you see them still finding that spark from last week or just getting absolutely rampaged by our defense? Well, uh, I believe, as I said before, Tybo went crazy there that I believe their offense will score possibly two field goals all game. That's about Zeke, it. Zeke eat again this week? Zeke does not eat again this week. He'll get about 45 yards on 15 carries. So our run defense actually shows up for once or... For once. For once, yeah. We're going to get it together against these guys because we just don't like Zeke. We don't? He's old. He's slow. We don't like the Patriots. That's fair. This is the first time that we're playing the Patriots in the noon hour since Tom Brady tore his ACL. I don't like what you did there. What did I do? What What do you mean? What I did there? That That could mean uh, another horrific injury for anybody in this game. That could. Don't like I didn't. That. I didn't think about that. You brought that energy onto us now. I think you brought it. I was just pointing out that we haven't played them since then. <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. You brought it up. You guys are both perpetuating the energy. So shut up. <laughs> Who who do we need to watch this week? Who are some players that we really need to watch their performance? Me. I'm gonna be calling plays. I'm I'm gonna be He's the gonna guy be on his couch. Might <laughs> be better than Matt Nagy. <laughs> I am. I, I am. I am. Okay. I am better than Matt Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a better player car than Andy Reid. Hot take. Hot take. Take that one to the bank. That's why he's on here talking about the Chiefs instead of coaching them. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just waiting for my shot. I'm waiting on the phone call. (laughs) Andy, hit the guy up. They have your number. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and watch uh, Nick Bolden. He came back last week. I want to see how he's going again this week with the run stop, especially going up against Zeke. I feel like Zeke had a good week last week. He's projected to have a pretty good week this week as well. I think our linebackers are finally coming back together. Look for him to have a big game. Outside of just that, he's going to be a major factor in this whole entire game. We got our uh, green dot back. Let's see what he does out there. I'm excited to see him back. And... Drew Tranquil is already mixed in with this defense a little bit more. So get all the linebackers we can out there. 
Let's see what can happen. Uh, for me, uh, defensive line has been one of our weak points over the last three, four weeks running. I think they, in the next, these next four weeks, finally get it back together, get on the same page before we go into the playoffs. I am going with George Karloftis, a guy who's been pretty quiet over the last few weeks. He's created some pressure, but realistically hasn't done enough, especially from what we saw last year. Compared to Zach last week. I, I said he's been fairly quiet. I didn't say he was completely silent. He's been fairly quiet, especially compared to last year and the pressures that he was able to create. So I think he gets back on the right track this week. I'm calling two sacks for George Karloftis. Wow. Two full sacks. I'll go ahead and give you a player. Uh, I already said his name earlier in the show. Uh, As long as he's healthy, Jarek McKinnon is a weapon on offense that the defense should definitely be accounting for, but I don't think they will. Um, look for those, the, the short drawn out passes near the goal line from Mahomes to McKinnon, at least two. Okay. Keys to the game. I've already said it was going to be dirty game. So I'm just going to say, make it clean as possible. Clean up all the penalties. You're having about 10 a game. You're not going to get anywhere with that. Figure it out. Figure it out. I'm going to go with utilize the running backs and no gray. Let's get a lot of 12 personnel out there. Uh, Let's utilize no gray as he's not going to garner a lot of pressure or coverage from the DBs and linebackers. But I think most importantly, let's start utilizing our running backs, whether it is Jarek McKinnon, whether it is Clyde Edwards-Alaire, let's get them running flat routes. Let's get them running wheel routes. Let's get the screen game this week that Tybo called for last week. Let's get those boys involved because we clearly don't throw the ball down the field. So let's get it behind the line of scrimmage and let them create those yards after catch. Uh, and that will open up the space for anything else that needs to be provided throughout the game. Week we do this, we speculate at what the keys to the game are, but my mind is stuck on the keys to my heart right now, and what is my top five. I don't know <laughs> if we uh, actually set a name for it, but I'm just going to go uh, with like the hottest cartoon characters from from childhood. <laughs> your your cartoon crushes. My top five cartoon crushes. <laughs> that sounds a lot better. Um, and it's not any like anime hentai bullshit. These are like from... Disney movies and and <laughs> cartoon TV shows back in the day. Uh, but anyways, number five, uh, I got Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman's a classic crush for me um, in most of the movies, uh, most of the cartoon depictions. I, I think Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's hot. Um, number four, we got a character from Lilo and Stitch here. Uh, Nani 
Lilo's sister, or her older sister, uh, hot as fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, number three, uh, Jane from Tarzan. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, one of my favorite Disney movies for a reason. Uh, that's a big reason. <laughs> when I, you know, some something got a little tingly in the pants. When I was younger, man. <laughs> like <laughs> he wasn't watching for Tarzan. He was watching. I was. Jane. I was watching for Jane. Uh, number two. Uh, um, this, you know, we are, I guess, old enough to kind of remember this movie uh we might be the last part of the generation that knows of this movie um but uh jessica rabbit out of uh oh roger rabbit (laughs) who is i mean that's when you think of hot cartoon characters like that's that's number one that usually pops up in your mind (laughs) like let's give uh (laughs) <laughs> let's, I should have should have honorable mentioned her at the beginning, but let's give a quick honorable mention shout out to Lola Bunny, uh, original Space Jam, <laughs> original Space Jam, Lola Bunny. <laughs> um, number one, uh, this one, this one's just kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> I I think I'm hilarious by putting it at number one or putting her at number one. Um. It's a deep pull as well. Uh, Miss Sarah Bellum from Powerpuff Girls. Like oh, the, that the, oh, the mayor's, the the mayor's, mayor's. assistant <laughs> with the red hair. And you never see her face. <laughs> but she just kind of seems... Knew. She kind of... She seems like kinky as hell. So... <laughs> She's my number one, man. <laughs> no idea what she looks like, but damn it. But goddamn. That may be the fastest top five typo has ever done. He, he could move it. He had to get through. He had to get through. He was laughing the whole entire time. You know, I mean, such a if, my, if my camera was better, you could kind of see how like flushed I am right now. So, it's <laughs> uh, a good Just list. About dude. All my cartoon crushes, you know, my, I'm you know, the, the first boners <laughs> of my life. They brought back some old memories right now, huh? And he's frozen. <laughs> if you, like, <laughs> and the computer's breaking up. <laughs> Just laugh, laugh it on through. Go ahead. That's. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I'm surprised we did not get more honorable mentions from you. I want to hear some more, actually. I think you have a few more in the chamber. <laughs> Why? I. I don't know. Uh, Alaska girl from. The incredible Elasta woman. I don't know if she had changed her name. But one of my personal favorites, I had to go Shigo from Kim Possible. Thought she may be on your list, but no, I didn't really watch Kim Possible. I watched for Shigo, so 
I think uh, Timmy Turner's mom would have made would have made it for me, dude. She's th- she's thick, Mrs. Turner. Mrs. Turner, yes. There's a there's a there's a couple shots of her in a bikini, bro. Bro, wow. How do you feel about uh, Jimmy Neutron's mom? That's a no for me. I. <laughs> I mean, she's thick too. Don't get me wrong, but the I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not able to see her face as an attractive face from. I don't know the way it looks, and you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Jimmy's mom's not hot. What about Miss Fowl? You're a big Miss Fowl fan. Yeah, bro. Yeah, totally. Killed the segment, Sean. Good job. Somebody had to. <laughs> Let's get to heard one out of you. Uh, I would have gone Elastigirl. Uh, you, you stole mine. But... Okay. Cop out. He's, a, he's in the Pixar moms. Any and all Pixar moms. Ding, ding, ding. We actually, uh, we actually did this list at uh, at work one day. Uh, she made the list, so. okay there you go uh let's get to picking this chiefs patriots game real quick uh we do have some saturday games this one was supposed to be monday night and got flexed back into the noon hour on sunday let's see uh what's what's the order that what's what's the order again am i picking first is that right orders yeah i'm going last yeah and that's right. All right. I'm going first again. Uh, the Chiefs will head into Gillette Stadium, take on the Patriots, who are seven and a half point dogs at home. Vegas has set a widespread for this. I don't know why. I'm taking the Chiefs to win, but the Pats to cover. But I don't know why. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs to cover. Chiefs, sure. baby. You fuck you and your hating ass, bro. You're not even a fan. You like to talk about us. You like to criticize us, but you have no hope. You have nothing positive to say, and you don't even pick us. You don't even pick the Chiefs. So we're going to win. Not against the spread. No, we're not covering seven and a half. We got got them by eight. We got them by eight. Minimum. Minimum. You guys are wild. (laughs) (laughs) that's a while well that game is taking place on sunday at noon like i said we've got some saturday games now that college football is into the bowl season you guys excited for saturday games oh season no it's a saturday game i'm still gonna watch but it's saturday i'm going to the i'm going to the christmas game Oh. oh someone will be in town That'll be nice. I'm in and I'm out. That's not nice. I'm leaving. I'm leaving <laughs> Tuesday morning. Wow. Wow. Sad. Well, Sick. we're leaving right now. Check us out at the <laughs> next week as we recap the happenings from Chiefs Patriots. Uh, Until next time. Go, go Chiefs. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs>